0: Welcome in to another episode of the Calcio Connection podcast. We are connecting with you, Italian football fans from all over the world. As you can see, we have a jam-packed full panel tonight. And I honestly, I kind of feel bad because, you know, now we're more than a week removed from the Euro 2020 final. You know, some of us maybe have not completely stopped celebrating the Azzurri's victory. But now that we're, you know, eight days removed from that triumph, we start to look now at the Serie A season coming up. We have friendlies that are already in progress with Serie A clubs. I think all of our teams have taken part in at least one of those so far. And I feel bad because, honestly, I mean, the six of us here who, you know, we all support different clubs. For the last month, we've all been friends. Now we're mortal enemies again, now that the Serie A season is about ready to start. So let me introduce everybody. I am Alex Dano. Of course, my co-host Jerry Mancini is always riding shotgun. And, man, right when we uh, we started the pre-show chat, Jerry was completely shot out of a can, and he's saying, fuck this, fuck that. Uh, I, th- I think he was upset because I left him in the waiting room for too long because I didn't realize he was on the screen. So right when I popped Jerry in, he was in an awful mood. I mean, Jerry, didn't Lazio just sign, like, some – 15-year-old wonder kid for child labor. Like, you guys are signing children who So this kid may be the next Messi. You should be in an incredible mood, man. You've got the next Messi on your club. How you doing? I want Gary Neville. Yeah. I want Gary (laughs) Neville. You can have Gary Neville. You can have (laughs) Phil Neville. You can have (laughs) their
1: sister. Take all of them. That fucking chooch. That guy's a fucking donkey. What a a chooch, man. Um, Yeah, Luca Romero. I, I had no idea who this guy was before he came to Lazio. I only know more about him now because I wrote about him today and I did a lot of research. And or else, if I didn't read the this article, is actually intriguing how his assistant assistant coach Padin Padin, I believe his name is from Mallorca, basically called him the similar to like plays a, like a similar game to Lionel Messi.
0: And he's like 15 years younger, so that's incredible. I,
1: and I was 15 years old at the time when he said this, back in June 2020. And he he called him David uh, David Luiz, which is really impressive to be 15 and be compared to a player like that for what he's been able to achieve. Um, I The only downfall to his game is that he doesn't have experience in the top flight. Uh, I think his mullet is the best hairdo. In Syria, I will be tweeting that out eventually when I get a perfect picture. He is the first mullet player, I think, in Syria or that I know of from right now. I'm pretty sure there's probably been mullet players. I'll say first mullet player in a while to come back into Syria. I think that makes more sense. Um, you know, why? this is exciting. This is a this is a this is Eagley Tare at his best. When you guys and you give the guy no money to spend. He does his job right. When you give the guy twenty million to him, guess what he's bringing? A dumpster fire. Okay,
0: oh, a Moichi. fucking oh, dumpster.
1: What a I'm, I'm not saying names because the guy has already been.
0: We, we all know uh, who you're thinking. Bro.
1: He, he's already been criticized too much after Saturday. I, I just don't. Here's the thing: I don't get Latio's fan base calling out Husai and his fucking stupid song "Let It Be." Football first. Leave politics at home. It's it, it, it's football. Enjoy the game. What they do, who cares? Like, even with uh, with, um, with that Marici insulting him on the training ground, that's your own player. As much as I insult him or friendly insult, I don't even make it personal on Twitter, and you make it personal on the training ground, that's bad, man, because that you are not insulting just the player. You're telling Lazio to go fuck themselves, basically. <laughs> you, you are basically pissing on your team and saying, screw the player and screw the team. And respect to sorry to defend a player which shouldn't have got to that. But like you were saying, I, I believe on the previous podcast you did on your on the Inter uh, Daily Dose, is that it was a similar instance when Spalletti defended uh, Raduca and and basically called out the fans and said, "This is enough." So I, I don't get it, man. Like it's not your money. You, you're not buying the player. Let it be. Whatever happens, happens. I don't like the signing. Yes. Do I think that it's it's the end of the world? No, because who knows this season he can flourish under sorry. One bad season. Like Chiro Imoble was so bad before he came to Lazio. Two bad seasons with Sevilla and Dortmund. What happened? He came to Lazio and he flourished. Felipe Caicedo was bad in his first season. Everybody wanted this guy out. What happens? The next two, three seasons, he's tremendous. Everyone has a bad season and then everybody can bounce back. He didn't adapt to the city, uh, who knows this year? He understands the league now, knows what to expect. He just has maybe he needs time to adapt to the city. Uh, it, it just drives me nuts how the fan base is so reactionary, man. And it's not, and I know it's not just Lazio, but well, it, it happened. Be happy that the guys we spent 20 million and took yeah. a risk on a player, man. That's what I always look at. I don't know in the next 10 Latito's ever gonna spend 20 million. Maybe when he buys a McDonald's or something.
0: Never what I always say, never judge an entire fan base on ultras, right? Lazio ultras are batshit crazy. Inters ultras the curve Nord. Like they they're they're some awful human beings, many of them. I'm sure there probably are a few good eggs in there, but a lot of bad eggs, you know. I, you, you really should never judge an entire fan base on ultras. You're only setting yourself up for disappointment. Let's introduce our all-star panel on this show. Let's get in the first timer first. Really happy to have this dude on with us finally. And I noticed, like, I hope we can buck this trend. And Jerry can vouch for this, I think. We tend to have really, really bad luck when we bring on Juventini. And it's it's not because... Jerry talks a lot of shit. It's not because I'm an interista. Like, we tend to be really nice to everybody we bring on and we hear everyone's perspective. But for some reason, a lot of the Juventini over the last, you know, year and a half that we brought on this podcast, for whatever reason, will come on once or twice and then they never want to come back. They unfollow Jerry and me on Twitter. Like, I don't know what happens. So, we're going to try to be really nice to this one because this is a really good dude. Cliff Smeul joins us. Cliff, welcome so much to the Calcio Connection, sir. How are you?
2: I am great. Uh, First of all, thank you, Alex and um, Jerry. It's a big pleasure and an honor to be on. Um, This is one of my first podcasts I've been invited to, so it really is a pleasure to be invited. And hopefully, we get along. We we might not always get along, but that's okay. We're not supposed to get along. Inter, Juve, and Lazio fans.
0: Amen to that. Amen to that. Let, let's bring on again uh, Manny Chang is with us. Now, Manny, for those of you who know, and I've known Manny for many years, he's South Florida based as I am. He is a, this huge... a
1: bitch fucking for Ronaldo. He's, that's my introduction. This is Manny Chang oh who, my God. Who, who salutes fucking Ronaldo, that freaking scumbag. There you go.
0: Well, he's, he's a hardcore Real Madrid fan. I've, I've known Manny forever. He's so hardcore. Like he, He's got on his arm – show the people your tattoo, Manny. You've got the Real Madrid logo and you've got actually signatures because you had Florentino Perez and uh, Sergio Ramos actually signed your arm and you got it tattooed. So this Florentino
1: Perez? Oh, my God. You got fucking – oh, God.
0: He met, he met filth. <laughs> I, I, I know told it. you guys.
1: Florentino is one of those people that – like, this- there's no filter on this fucking show, okay, guys? Speak your mind. Tell me to go fuck myself. It's fine, okay? Listen, I'm have sure that
3: I have to be respectful here, dude.
1: No, <laughs> no, man, you're honorary now. You, you, you signed the contract.
3: Sign a contract. That. Um, so, so I just let oh, me finish, finish the yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. i No, I'll, I'll just finish the intro for Manny. Uh, because I think you have an announcement you want to make on this show because, like, I, I've known Manny forever. he He's a hardcore Real Madrid fan. That's not a Serie A club, of course. He's also – the guy is a saint because he is actually a member of an Inter-Miami supporters group, Vice City, which means he goes to every Inter-Miami home game. Uh, he stands and he chants and jumps up and down the entire time. And the team sucks. So Manny is an absolute yep. saint. For supporting that team, despite how <laughs> terrible they are, and and Manny, since you're not historically, you have a lot of respect for Italian football. You're not historically no. a Serie A fan. No. You you have chosen a team. Is that correct? You want to make the announcement for everyone watching?
3: Well, well, first of all, I had no idea I was making the announcement on this great show. Damn it! So now here here Venezia, <laughs> it Venezia, oh. Spezia.
1: <laughs> All the etsias. Parma, Parma, I would start said he B. You know, not right, even so, city so, so,
3: so funny thing is, Mass was here. It was almost Roma. And I thought about it, but then at the same time, I can't really go and dig for a club that could maybe make top four and play around Madrid and then be in the Champions League. So in my eyes, it was probably to look at, at another club that was maybe always in the middle of the pack, tried, almost got there, but then failed. It was almost Roma, but then I said to Alex, let me look at who they're sponsored by. So I narrowed it down to Adidas and to Nike. And then I look at Ace of Milan, and I'm like, wait a minute. Wasn't Ace Milan Adidas? And now they're Puma. Puma doesn't fit me. So I said, I'm sorry, Puma. Move to the side. And so then now, now I, I thought about it, and I thought about it, and I said, well, you know what? I'm going to go with the one player that my dad loved watching, you know, before I was even born. My that father? Mar- Maradona.
1: Oh, my father used to play in Italy and too. And so
3: Maradona obviously used to play Italy.
1: <laughs> He did when he was, when I was young. He was a
0: goalkeeper for what, like a youth
3: team?
1: Yeah, like just young. He, he and then he did it here too. He, my dad used to come home with bloody knees and stuff. Okay. I'm like oh, you fucking hardcore, man. So apparently, like, no shin wow.
3: guards were made back
1: then. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> my father was intense. So, though. Yeah,
3: so long story short, I told Alex I'm going with Napoli. So. So,
1: and and, and I'm happy for
0: you. I don't, I don't, yeah, I, don't, I, don't I don't hate Napoli, but I think it's funny though how you like you basically drag them through the mud because you said your criteria was like finding a team that probably won't make Champions League. <laughs> so like you,
1: <laughs> you should have che- cheered for Lazio then. they they're gonna
0: be like like dude
1: Napoli are I gonna be in it, Champions but League. I hate
3: I hate Ebyo Lopez and he played for them. So fuck
0: that guy. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna <set> that guy. <laughs> oh man. So he's already, oh, yeah. he's, he's already dragged his new club through the mud. Like, he's, he's already – he's made his prediction. Napoli will be a mid-tier club. They're not going to make champions. So
3: so, so it's so funny, right? So they had their first for first preseason game yesterday. And I'm like, who the fuck is his other team? And Cliff just made a great, great analogy right before the show started. They're playing against the Farmers. And I look at the film, and it looks like they're playing in the middle of the country. <laughs>
0: oh, my I God. Make,
3: it makes so much fucking sense. I'm like, 14 Nothing. And then today I wake up to news that Insigne can be going to Tottenham. Like, what the fuck is going on here?
0: That's <laughs> not going to happen.
3: I know, I, know, I, know, I know it's not. Yeah. Rivers, I, think, I think
1: the team's going to be taking a different turn. We can talk about it after, but I, I, see, I see changes. De Laurentiis yeah, but, but, seems like but, a different uh, person, man. Quick, I don't know.
3: A quick overview. Maybe Spalletti's a guy, maybe to get in there and to I like create him. that forwardness of, you know, not playing to the – well, that too, Jerry. Shut the fuck up. Um <laughs> To the point, but you know what? It, when you have a when you have a club like that that just missed Champions League by what one point, right?
0: Yep. They choked. It,
3: it, it, it kills a lot of the vibe going to the next season because now you're in fucking Europa. Like, let's be honest here. It, there's no way, no no club of that stature. Not saying that you know Roma and whatnot and Lazio should be in there, but there's no way that any club likes to be in Europa unless you're a club that's never made it to Europa before. You're like, oh shit, if, if we win it, we're in the Champions League. But I think. A, a guy that's determined and that hasn't really won anything per se um in his career because i can't really remember what he coached Roma right mass for a, a little bit they were okay. oh yeah they were yeah, yeah that was amazing. the whole uh
4: situation where they froze totti out of the the squad oh yeah, yeah. that's right so, yeah i mean it's listen,
1: not fucking stupid a, man so stupid yeah, not fun, so, not so, fun so, memories so, you know what you know not what's
3: so stupid guys it's it, it reminds me when Florentino said, Fuck you, Iker Casillas, you're not coming here anymore. And then you hear that recording last week, that shit broke my heart to death. He fucking cursed everybody. out that I ever loved wearing a Real Madrid jersey, fucking ownership and coaches and shit. But yeah, yeah, no, no. Um we'll 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 see what happens with Napoli and stuff, but should be interesting. I am just hoping that Senior doesn't leave because I do love his style of play and I think he's he was one of the key um he he was one of the key pieces for Italy to actually win the Euros and to create that culture change after you guys didn't make the World Cup, you know. So we'll see what happens. I would have chosen
1: I would have chosen Inter if I were you. Simone Inzaghi. <laughs> <laughs> I would have chosen I, that I, if it was not to me, I would have left Lots for Inter, but I can't because uh, Wow.
0: See i right right? I've never actually heard you say that outright. If yeah, it was not
1: to me I, I love Anzagi. I love Anzagi. I know. I I, I I can't believe how many Lazio fans hate him because he left. Okay, I understand how the download went. Whatever, whatever, what the deal-o? whatever no, he, happened, he, happened. We weren't there. At the end of the day, he, he made a personal win. decision. That's it. Yeah. Like, I will always respect him because he won trophies. Man, the guy fucking won more than Gasparini did with Atalanta, okay? And yeah. he gets all this fucking praise. Like, honestly. But that's beyond the point. But my I ask, actually... Oh well, you know, I'll introduce Mass and Gianluca and then I'll tell you my father's what my father said about Nzagi actually when Oh, you know.
0: I gotta hear this. I, I, think, I think I didn't I get it on camera I,
1: I got I got a video of my father of what he thinks how inter is gonna finish this year and it's actually hilarious. Dude, I and, didn't
0: realize like you you, oh, you
1: you it's fucking hilarious, man. Your dad, your
0: dad is like OG Italian. Like it sounds like he just came over here like 10 minutes ago. Oh yeah! When I release those videos online,
1: they're gonna people are gonna laugh, man. We were having it out yesterday, me and these like old people, like seventy year old, freaking. They're telling me how shit Inter is.
0: (laughs) These seventy year old people—they're shitting their pants. They're—they're talking crap about my team. (laughs) Let's bring in our other two panelists for this episode. Joining us uh, for the second time, happy to have uh, a fellow Baldy back on the cast with us. Mass Richo is with us. Mass. Good evening to you, sir. How are things up there in the great white north?
4: Uh, they're all right. Thanks for having me back, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, going back to Spalletti, I, I really don't want to talk about that. That was not. Uh, but no, not for anything. It's exactly that, like just the disrespect to the club legends, like especially that you were saying about the things that came out uh, in regards to the way you spoke about Casillas and uh, even Ronaldo. So it's like, uh,
0: I don't get it. Oh, man. Well, we're happy to have you back, sir. And also, uh, we have our pal Gianluca Lombardi with us. And it's always nice to know, like, if anyone doubts that we are on live, you can actually see the sun set every time Gianluca is with us because he he gets the nice view out there on the porch. I actually (laughs) enjoy it because I don't even know, because I've I've got, like, shutters up in my house because my wife is a fucking vampire. Like, she works overnight since she sleeps during the day. So we have, like, shutters here, like, in, in our bedroom. And so I don't know if the sun is still up or if the sun is down. Although I think the sun goes down way later in Canada than it does down here in Florida. So it's probably a terrible barometer. But Gianluca is with us. Gianluca,
5: good evening to you, sir. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hope all you guys are all good. Um, you know, I'm excited for this uh, this season to begin. Um, we, we also had our um, our preseason game on Saturday. We won 6 nothing. Um it was it was, uh, it was a decent match. It was versus, uh, uh, I don't know what league they were in. Um, but Another was, farmer's team. <laughs> yeah, another farmer's team in Italy. But, um, yeah, I know it was uh, – it was Milan looked like they, they were playing pretty good. So I'm excited for this season. Can't wait.
0: Dude, sure. I, I love it how every freaking uh, – every one of our sides except for mine are smashing <laughs> farmers. We had to go to penalty kicks against the, these Swiss guys – uh, from Lugano, fourth place in the uh, in the Swiss. So there's only ten teams in the Swiss league. they were barely in the top half. We got to go to battle the gigs. I mean, uh, Cliff, the the one team I, I didn't see. Uh, I'm guessing. Have Juve played a friendly? What did they win? 14, 16, nothing. And I, I can't beat a Swiss side.
2: Personally, I I haven't seen them do anything in preseason. Maybe I missed something. I'm too high on the Italy win still, so
0: I haven't seen anything.
2: But first, um, the farmers got beat. Then the construction workers got beat. And now the bankers in Switzerland got beat. There's levels to this shit. There's the farmers and the construction workers and the bankers. Am, so I, the only guy who,
1: am I the only guy who does not give a fuck right now about football? And it's like... <laughs> how- like, I am so happy that the next four weeks, I don't have to hear about Serie a and like, I don't care about preseason and all the garbage, man. I didn't even know Alaccio played on Saturday to some Because you're a Lazio
2: bike. fan. What do you have to look forward to?
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> the fuck. You and your fucking, yeah. Uh, 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 it's not my fault. I don't have freaking referees in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting the Bantam started I'm, early.
2: No, no, no. That was 20 years ago. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. Um. Did you see
1: who got appointed? Who's the head referee now? Who's the guy in charge? One of the Juventus guys. Didn't I he take know. over?
2: I That's don't sure know. How all I it we win. We I think Gianluca knows know.
1: what I'm talking about. Some of them got like one step down. Another Juventus referee came in. <laughs> is now the head yeah, referee. There you go.
3: Almost so, did Pavel ne- Nedved pay him first.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. The best was when that, that game when he came off the bench and he started snapping because he didn't get his way and he was freaking <laughs> out and he walked down the tunnel. It's like, bro, what the fuck?
2: I will say the that first- Nedved... Oh um, man, he's like an overheight cheerleader on the sideline who never got a haircut. Yeah.
1: No, oh, right? It's,
2: it's always the same curl. Right. The same curl the like, side dude, side. grow up! Yeah. You're not 25 anymore. Get a haircut.
1: <laughs> I want to relay a message to Alex now We since we introduced everyone. Relay a message so, I'm right here. Hey, calm yourself. There my, I got a lot of freaking energy tonight. I'm sorry. I guys. I, 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 I'm I like. Because I went for an hour and a half walk today. It's the most activity I've done in the last year since the pandemic, year and a half. Wow. Really bad. But um, so go to my my neighbor's house, my father's outside because I went for my mom's birthday yesterday. So I go down the street, it's two of his friends. These it's like we call it the the cabinet crescent corner, where like six people chill a night. It's like the retirement squad basically. So I get there and we're talking about City uh so my father, all of a sudden, he's like, "What do you mean Conte's is leaving?" So we get to the topic, basically, that he finds he didn't know that Conte was gone. Oh my god! He's like, "Who who replaced Conte?" Has your dad heard of the internet? No, my dad is not. My dad doesn't care about City Alma. It's like he, I, I bring all the. He just watches the games on TV. He doesn't care about transfer market, all that shit. He just watches the game. That's it. But um, I go, Simone Zagi took over. He goes, that piece of shit took over. <laughs> he, he goes, you you bring that in to replace Conte? He goes, he goes, get the fuck out of here. My my get out of here. Don't give me that shit. That's not a manager. Oh that's that's a rookie. That that guy there can't manage it. <laughs> he can't manage Inter. He goes, this team's fucked this year. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Wow. So you're, you're
1: dying. You're, you're actually
0: – and Jerry's dad is an Inter fan, for those who don't know. So it sounds like you're actually higher on Inter than your dad is because you respect Inzaghi. Your father has no respect.
1: They were all insulting me when I said Inzaghi's going to lead into the promised land. They're like, <laughs> they're like, Inter's not going anywhere this year. He goes, Inzaghi's going to choke. I go, what's wrong with you guys? Oh, uh, I was dying, man. Uh, it was it was good, man, because it's good to hear like these reactionary seven year old old men from Italy having That's to say great. their opinion. But my father, I thought my father would be excited, man. He was mad when Conte left. He's like, well, I always explained to him that he's still getting paid by the team, though. He's like, what do you mean he's still getting paid <laughs> that makes by better. the team? He's like, what do you mean he's still getting paid? I go, yeah. So how Inter does it. They can't pay for players, but they somehow have to pay a manager for free.
0: Well, they're not paying Spalletti anymore, at least. So they they got him off the books, and now they have Conte paying him not to work. But they're only only paying him, I think, about half of what his wages would have been if he hadn't stepped away. So, wow, man. But you know what? I can kind of understand where your dad is coming from, Jerry, because um, it's been, what, like two months since Conte left at this point. So I've had plenty of time to cope with it, like deal with it, and like talk myself into thinking, oh, maybe things won't be that bad. Whereas your dad is just learning, like today, what I learned two months ago, so I, I can understand how that would kind of hit him as a shock, right? Because when I was following the news the day that Conte decided to step away, I was like, I went through the five stages of grief, right? Over the next few days, like your dad is just catching up on that all, all right now. So
1: he doesn't um, grieve. My father knows a lot about Formula One. Like that's what he knows. Formula One is like his religion. I've never seen a guy thick like never miss a race sticking through, um, die hard with the leaves. I can't believe he still watches the leaves, they're so, shit.
3: but um, yeah, it's been 5,898 <laughs> days since her last uh, the title, <laughs>
1: uh, 1967, right? Was, was like just I mean, Roma and
0: Milan. I,
1: I don't know, man. I, my father's funny, <laughs> oh, but he, he, he watches Inter, like, he watches Inter. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's in particular. It's just because my, my father always says. Football is not the same like it was in the 90s. It's corrupting now. He always says money involved. Every yeah. time he watches Juventus, it's hilarious. I should, I wish I, I would make a video of my father. The first thing he says, how much was the referee paid? That's all he <laughs> says. My father always says, okay, this game fixed. Get out of here. Fix. Juventus, He got the referee. Jerry, please. A
2: video of your dad saying that to me. I just want to see it. I want to hear the thick-ass Italian accent where he doesn't know how to pronounce half the words he's saying because it's my no-no. My no-no doesn't know how to say half the American or the English words. It's just hilarious.
1: No, my dad's off the boat, man. He's straight, he's straight from uh, Frozen on him. So oh, yeah, I love he's, that, he's man. Hard it. he's hardcore. He's
2: Send a video, please. I want to hear him say yeah. this. This my heart.
1: I have to do sneak attack videos on my father because he like he'll kill me if I <laughs> like I keep on getting people asking me to give him to, to, for him to give me the finger. Are you, uh, Jerry, you know, Jerry,
3: on. Jerry, this is what you have to do. Watch a watch a match with Juventus. Have your dad watch it. And when there's a penalty call in favor of Juventus.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I hear what your dad said. <laughs>
1: yeah that's why my father doesn't watch anymore like he used to like he he. i remember my father used to watch the inter derbies like uh, hardcore he would be on the tv and, and, and jaluka probably remembers how tln used to have like the uh so during the game they'll have the highlights and everything and like the out of town and it, it was so different back then now
2: wait even, Jerry, even in the 90s, like, the way,
1: obviously, I didn't grow up playing, but I've seen so many videos.
2: They would destroy each other. You can't get away with diving like you can now. It's, I yeah. hate diving. As well, younger- what's your name, Mark? <laughs> I, well Neymar <laughs> and then even like Chiesa and Juve, I don't like how Chiesa looks for calls. Like I like when players fight through contact and you know if they fall down at the end, then they get the call, but I don't like when they when they fall down like Sterling when he fell down in the box. Maguire goes down with but he already puts his hand up. He's like, Oh my god, my head, my head's broken.
1: Guys yeah. like such a I think I've said enough. I think uh, I think it's time to hear you guys talk. I want to oh, hear about and, well, well. The, for the first Nova thing I'll say before to I, 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 I crap go. and Napoli's garbage and Juventus. well uh, <laughs> oh, no one cares about
3: Juventus. Well, there, uh, I want to. I, I want to go. Sh- Jesus, Jerry, the season hasn't started yet. You're gonna have plenty of shit talking to come. <laughs> come right? Let it. Let it come first.
1: Hey, oh, give me a break. Today's 17 years since Lotito took over our club. Oh, really? Uh, a historic day. Okay.
0: 17 years. He spent 17 euros.
1: <laughs> hey we, i have six trophies so, no I, I don't personally but we, we, oh, we, hey lotito's got more trophies since he's taken over the roma the trophies against the farmers
5: in preseason is that what you're talking about
4: we're working on the bonsai tree jerry still we're working on our carbon <laughs> footprint
5: talking oh, about but, pain but, jerry
0: By the way, before I want to start going around with everybody giving expectations for their clubs in the upcoming season. But before we get to that, I have to bring in Mass on this because I thought our guy, Johnny, made a good point. Uh, He said, I came here for Mass Richo's opinions on Gary Neville. Nothing else matters. So I hope hope Johnny is still in there watching this because, Mass, you have made it your personal mission to go after. I'm going to borrow Jerry's word here after that chooch. Gary Neville, who was continually slandering the Italian national team all the yeah. way until Italy beat his beloved England in the final. So, why don't you say your piece on that idiot Gary Neville?
4: Yeah, so I've uh, I've been very quiet the entire like that entire Euro tournament. Like I see people celebrating, and I'm like, look, it's the group stages. We'll get through it. We went all three games. I'm like, okay, knockout rounds, and I'm just like loading the clip. I'm like waiting because I've heard Gary Neville talking smack, and like after every win, it's just like more ammo for me to get to him. Um, I was a bit upset for Denmark, obviously, because like I, I was really rooting for them after the whole Eriksson incident. But when Italy, when we were going to go up against England in the final, I'm like, perfect. I really hope we win this one because I'm going to just go off on Twitter. So we end up winning. I'm fi- finally, I just off. I'm like finally celebrating. Like I'm out in Italy. Like I didn't want to just jump onto the party train too early after every other game. Mm-hmm. So the next day... Exactly the next day, I found out how many days exactly it's been since England's last won a trophy. Since since Monday, I am at day twenty thousand and seventy seven days since England's last won a trophy, and I take one tidbit from the tournament or something about Syria versus the Prem, and I remind Gary Neville that he literally does not watch Syria and knows nothing. Yep. And just it, it's just been really fun. I've been getting, It's been really crazy on Twitter. Like, I've been getting a lot of traction on it, and it's really funny. But uh, I'm just uh, – today I put up something about how we didn't have Zaniolo in the tournament because of injury. And I'm like, I don't even think they would have made it to penalty shots if we had Zaniolo starting for the Italian yeah. squad. So, um, I don't know. It's just – it's a little uh, – I, I took offense to it because, like, Rio Ferdinand kind of backtracked and said that Italy was the better team in the end. But, like, I haven't seen anything about Gary Neville backtracking and admitting that they were the better team. So until then, I'm like, I'm just going to keep tweeting at him and hopefully we can have a discussion because I've watched the Prem. I watched the Prem, so I can definitely go in there and hold my own against them.
0: I don't think you're ever going to get the backtrack from Gary Neville. He basically, (sighs) he he, he is the spirit animal of all the super cocky English fans who think that the football world revolves around them. And that, of course, the entire football world revolves around the Prem. And listen, I'm I'm not going to tear apart the Prem. It's an excellent league, very competitive league, uh, a lot of money, and it's very well marketed. Like one of the things, like living in the United States, and we're all in North America. I mean, Cliff, Manny, and I we live in the USA. You guys live in Canada, so the coverage is probably similar. Like in the states, Peacock, yeah, like in, in the states, NBC Sports and and Peacock. They cover the Premier League and they do an excellent job. Like they like they put as much like NBC properties like they they put as much like energy and quality into their broadcast as NBC does, like with their NFL properties, like they put a lot into it. I'm not saying it's as popular here as the NFL, but they put that sort of production value into it. They do a great job. Whereas, you know, Serie A and and pretty much all of the other leagues in comparison to the Prem get kind of treated like second class citizens. So the Premier League is an excellent league and there's a reason why it's so respected all around the world because the coverage around the world tends to be a lot better than, you know, Serie A and Bundesliga certainly and La Liga as well. They get a lot more traction.
4: That's the problem. It comes down to the marketing. And obviously, City has run by like old Italian men who are like stuck in their archaic ways and thoughts. So we're not going to see much change on that front. And it's unfortunate because it's a fantastic league, you know, so it's not going to get its due because of the fact that everyone like it just did the Italian way to be stuck in that old mentality and like how no one really likes to progress forward with uh, with certain things. So that's the problem. I, I just think the Prem is a much better marketed league. The money's there, sure, but don't tell me that uh, it's a good league when you have guys like Ben White going for like 50 million pounds. Like, I've never heard of him before. Like, if he's going for 50 million, then like Roma should be selling Davide Santon for at least 20 million. Like, it makes no <laughs> sense. Like, you see these guys and these price tags, and you're just like, who? Like, I, I don't, like, I get it, sure. Uh, it's a great league. Like, I do follow it, uh, whenever City has not on, but it's just, it's a lot of overhype and, yeah okay. you do have those uh, fans like the England fans like pre-tournament like it's coming home just like the bad batch like everyone said like everyone's got a bad batch of fans in their base. so I mean, it is what it is unfortunately and uh, I hopefully the Italians uh, really put themselves on the map there because a lot of uh, people were discounting them right out the gate. so
2: if bastoni was English, he'd go for over a hundred million.
0: For <laughs> go go
4: more than Virgil, Virgil van Dijk. They could probably sell him for like one. Dude, how much would he be
0: worth? If he was English. Like if his it, name it, was oh, Freddie Kea's Church, would be he'd like be worth 85 million. plus. Yeah. That's
4: 250 easy, Alex, easily, easily after that tournament.
3: Uh, Alex, Liverpool, United, Tottenham, everybody will be at the at the door right now. If he would, if, if he guys. was English, they'd be like, Oh, Just, he's the
5: next Wade
2: Rooney? No, but he's offered. Chelsea
4: made they an offer of a hundred, yeah, of like something close to like ninety to hundred million, and he's like, no, I don't want to go. Yeah, for kids. <laughs>
2: uh, Bayern offered yeah. as well.
4: Yeah. Bayern so, as well.
2: Yeah, you might say he's untouchable. So yeah.
3: just one, so just one quick thing that Mas was touching, which I think it kind of hurt the ratings, though, with Serie A on finally on a platform like ESPN, which I think is going to improve the coverage, just like you know La Liga's is moving people. You know, they love the atmosphere and the fan base. And I think the one thing that a lot of people in this country that don't watch Serie A, they don't know the passion that the fans have, especially in rivalry games, in the stands. I think that right there as well is what a lot of people didn't see and don't really know about. So the sooner we could get fans bang in there, when it's a Lazio and Roma or an AC Milan and Inter, like those are the fan, those are games that once people just sit down and they kind of get the feel, they'll feel, they'll know the passion for it and I just feel like with you know the fans not being able to be a part of that, I think maybe the coverage was a little bit dim. But now being on ESPN and whatnot, I think that and once the fans come back, obviously, I think that should improve things. Now, when it comes to EPL, dude, let's be honest here—they have coverage from fucking 6 a.m. on a Saturday to the last game on NBC to whatever. And now right. they're gonna charge an extra fee for a, for a a channel called Peacock for those you know those like special matches and stuff. But after a while, that runs out, man. For me. I watched EPL when it was big, per se, maybe three, four years ago. And now I'm just like, whatever, dude. Because I know that when I turn on my TV, it's not going to be an Englishman that's going to catch my eye. It's always a player from South America. It's always a player from another nationality that's wearing a Liverpool jersey, a city jersey, or whatnot that's going to draw me to watch them. Not because it's, you know, in in England, per se. And by the way, this whole phrase that's been there for years for, for people from England, that, oh, we run the game. Dude, you don't run the game, man. Let's be no, the, stre- the, game, the strength. The game the is premier? a global sport. Yeah, the game is a global sport. And just because you guys won this shit, how long was it, Mass? Two thousand or twenty thousand? It's like twenty thousand and seventy-seven 20, days.
4: <laughs> was that nineteen
0: sixty-six? Was, was that there? Yeah. World Cup? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, dude. The Beatles were still touring in nineteen sixty-six. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's insane.
4: But but Manny's right. Uh, I think the strength of the Prem is literally from the foreign talent they bring in because they have the money. I really don't think it yeah. has to do with the English players.
2: Right. Well, you look I don't at think the English so at team, all. they didn't win the Euros, and I do feel bad to have a few friends who are English, so I feel for them, because there are some good fans out there, but um like, you, the, like you said, if you look at the the depth of England's squad, they're very top heavy, very offensive, uh, offensively, but if you look at the rest of the positions, very weak in the midfield defense, there's not a lot of defenders that you can see, like you get. Argentina you're looking at Brazil you have stacks and stacks of players they could feel like two or three teams
3: I mean oh, no, all you sure. gotta do is look at France with Pogba and Conte and like those two right there on any teams in Serie A right there it, it's going to improve your possession of the ball and the chances going forward and when you look at the England squad what you have Sterling you have Kane I mean I other than that, like you can't really come up with anybody else. I mean, that's why they lost the game, though. Personally, against against Italy, is because England didn't really have that guy that could possess the ball and to create those extra of spaces. And once they were ready to do that in the 80th minute, the legs were gone. Like the the Italians but, were just running. But almost. Manny,
2: they have the Yorkshire here.
4: <laughs> oh, Calvin Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> Oof.
3: Oh, i this Phillips guy, but he actually played pretty well.
4: No, I, I've seen, I've seen him. He's not bad, but that's the thing. I don't think England has a bad team. I just don't think it's at the caliber the fans think no, they're, they're very playing average, at. Yeah, very average. They they're are
3: average at best. Yes. So, okay. guys, oh, I want w- the three lions.
0: Of course, yeah. I want, I want to start going around the table because I think, uh, I think we all support uh, very interesting teams heading into the season and uh, and throughout these this next. Uh, you know, a month or so before the city A uh, season starts again, we want to be bringing on people who cover and support various different clubs. We try to cover as many bases as possible. Like I don't, I don't necessarily, you know, know if uh, if we know someone who covers like Venezia, for example, but we're gonna try to track somebody down to get like a real, uh, a real passionate preview on that. But we have Roma and Juventus and Milan and Lazio and Inter and Napoli represented. So I, I want to talk a little bit about the expectations for these clubs heading into the year and mass. I'll start with you, my friend, because I think Roma are going to be a super interesting team, you know, not, not a great, uh, domestic campaign for them last season, but boy, wow. did they snatch so many, so many headlines with the manager that they have appointed for this coming season. So quite frankly, uh, are you expecting Roma to improve and how much this year do you like what they've been doing already and what they're linked to in the transfer market? And what are your expectations heading into the coming campaign?
4: Um, I was kind of caught off guard about the Mourinho signing. Cause I really liked the way the freekins have been moving. Everything's been really quiet with them, especially when I was looking for a new manager. So like it really caught me by surprise. Uh, I'm not upset. The thing is, it's not the Mourinho of the trouble era with, uh, within there so we'll see what happens i mean look he just the way he's kind of talking to the media i mean he's saying the right things obviously like he he knows how to do that dance so hopefully maybe he's changed maybe he's going to adapt to Serie A again and do well i mean i'm not going to have big expectations it's going to be a long project i give it maybe 2 3 years before we really see them coming out um in terms of transfers though i mean we got uh Rui Patricio which is good uh, sent Paulo Lopez to, I think it was, Marseille with uh, Un there. So there's a lot of cleanup we got to do. Uh, I, have, I don't have high expectations this season. Maybe if we could compete for maybe a top six spot, top four. I mean, top four is really swinging for the fences there. But, um, I mean, I'm not going to go in with any expectations. Uh, we'll see what happens. They have some cleanup to do in terms of the roster, freeing up spots, getting some players that can fill in. I mean, our midfield's pretty much... Okay, right now we got Zaniolo back. Hopefully, he's close enough to his old form because he's coming off two ACL injuries, like back to back. So, it's going to be a bit iffy on that front. Um, the rest of the team, I mean, need to address a striker. I don't, Zeco, I've been saying it hasn't been the answer for a while now. So, I mean, hopefully, we start with Boya, uh, Bora Borja Mayoral. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, he looked good. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna put too much stock into it. They played a bunch of farmers, like everyone's been saying, so. I mean, it's a good warm-up uh, for the Europa Conference League. I have a feeling we're we'll be playing a couple more teams like that uh, in that uh, that competition. So uh, he had a hat-trick the first game. I think we put 10 past the first team we played and then two against the second. Um, the team looks good. Uh, Mourinho, from the footage that I've been seeing, because there hasn't been much coverage for the, uh, the friendlies yet, I think Wednesday is the first one. They're going to actually put up a live link that we can watch and see what's going on. But from the highlights and from, like, what you're seeing at training, like, Mourinho seems to have the team gelled pretty well. Like, everyone's kind of, like, uh, on the same page. Like, you see, like, uh, kind of like the Italian team during the Euros. Like, everyone's kind of tight-knit, and there's, like, a, there's a good vibe going on with the team right now for what you're seeing. So we'll see. I mean, uh, we've got some things to address, though, in terms of transfer, and we got to really offload the the deadwood that, uh, that's left from the James Pilata era of uh, Roma.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, with the Mourinho appointment, I mean, obviously, it's it's a risk appointing him given the way he's burned out at some of his recent stops. But um, I, I think one area where he could really improve that squad is just making them more cynical and making them more defensive, because that to me is what Roma were really lacking this past season. The last couple of years was just, you know, really strong defense, not conceding in important spots. And if there's any manager out there who can improve that mentality, Mourinho is certainly one of those guys who can help them fix those areas.
4: Oh, for sure. But also keep in mind, last year they were kind of plagued with a couple of uh, a lot of uh, defensive injuries. Like our backline wasn't healthy at all. Like we had to start Brian Cristante as a center back. Like I never want to see that again, ever. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trying to channel like uh, the spirit of De Rossi there. I don't know. Like I, he's he's not bad. I kind of give uh, Cristante a lot of flack, but he's not playing in his natural position. Like they kind of uh macgyvered him into a center back throughout the season out of necessity so great term yeah it's uh <laughs> it'll be interesting because like everyone seems to be coming back healthy uh the one loss that really kind of bothers me it's unfortunate but from what i'm hearing his replacement seems to be good is spinazzola like he was having a lights out tournament for italy hopefully uh we will we'll never know if he would have kept that form going into the season obviously because of injury but uh Apparently, a lot of the Palmeiras fans are very upset uh, – not upset, they're sad to see uh, Vinha go. So that's a good sign right there because I really have, haven't have seen any highlights of him. So uh, I didn't really catch the Copa America, so I can't really pass judgment on him. But when a fan base is kind of sad to see a player leave, usually that means the next team getting
0: him is getting a pretty good uh, good player. That's a good way to look at it, yeah. And, and, it, and it's funny, and that can work both ways because sometimes – You'll have a player who leaves, and the fan base is just talking crap. Oh, we wanted to get rid of this guy; he's terrible. And then he ends up doing really well at his next spot because sometimes a change of scenery is good. But yeah, you make a good point that overall, when a fan base is unhappy to lose a player, that's probably a good sign. It's I, I want to get into, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I wanted to get into uh, to Milan a little bit with Gianluca. Uh, you know, Milan. I know that they're they're making you know headlines this week. Uh, and they're not done in the transfer market. They've already technically spent 60 million euros. I, I think that's a little bit, and I don't mean this as an insult. It's probably a compliment, if nothing else. I think that that figure is a little bit deceiving because it's not like they've just gone out and gotten like a whole bunch of new players for 60 million euros. A lot of these have been redemptions from loans. Right. When you think about uh, Tomori, it was like a 28 million euro redemption. They've re- they've redeemed uh, Tonali. Brahim Diaz is back. So this is not all new players being brought in for the money. And I really like the Olivier Giroud signing uh, for Milan. I think I think that's a really good uh, a really good addition. And anyone sleeping on him, I, I think, is probably doing so at their own peril. But w- what are your big uh, takeaways, Gianluca, on what Milan have done so far? What do they still need to do? Now, of course, uh, that that's one of the few clubs near the top of Serie A that haven't changed the manager. So there's consistency there for better or for worse with Stefano Pioli. So how much, if at all, do you expect Milan to improve this coming season?
5: So with the, uh, like you said, with the uh, 60 mil spending, yeah, it was all uh, redemptions from loans. Um, I think that, you know, Milan's on the right track. Um, you know, I, I hear some people say, Oh, um, you know they're out to get this player, but is he good enough? Is he gonna give that extra leap to, you know, get them to win the Scudetto or, or win Champions League? Um, just like this year, and and I guess the past years, although we we didn't make the Champions League the past years, um, we finally made it now. Was that we just got to keep making that top four for a couple more seasons? That way we can make that that revenue and and spend it on um on players that you know well-named players that that will make the difference um i think what they're trying to do now is just keep a steady um you know keep like um mass said with with uh with roma and, and with team italy is keep the team close knitted see which players fit which players don't try to make them you know kind of like a family as much as possible that way that they can keep getting that top four. Um, yeah, we lost Donnarumma uh, unfortunately, but that would have happened um, regardless if we gave him the money. Um, Raiola wanted a you know a two-year deal. Um, paid out 20 million to him and then paid 10 mil for Donnarumma. Um, he would have did it to other clubs as well. I was surprised that the PSG. They signed till I believe twenty twenty six. So I, I I don't know why he allowed them to to give him that um, length uh, of time. Um, but I think um, Milan is doing a great job. They will they will um, renew Kessie. I'm like ninety nine point nine percent that that renewal is coming. Um, no there's <laughs> Um, you yeah, know a, a
0: little a, a little banter there on that yeah. uh on that question in the chat but yeah, yeah.
5: um i don't think so i kind of had to go um fans weren't happy i think management noticed that fans weren't happy to let him go on a free you know it's still i i think maybe it could have been um signed a one-year deal and then sold them off um but i i you know he put numbers up there but Statistics aren't isn't everything like we've seen. Uh, I've seen them comparing today, uh, Hakan to Rui Costa and Seydorf. And it's there's way more to them than just statistics. Um, I think we have another five players on our list that we're supposed to be buying, purchasing. Um, and then a few players leaving. Maybe they're talking about Romagnoli to Barca for Coutinho. I saw. Um, yeah, and then... Uh, mil- Milinkovic from uh, Fiorentina, the defender for 15 mil coming to Milan. So it's a lot of talk. But how Maldini works is everybody talks, everybody talks, and then he just ends up buying players that you know people haven't even mentioned yet. So I'm I'm interested to see. Um, but I, I think I think they're they'll, they'll they'll have a good season this year. Um, once again, top four team for sure.
0: You know, I, I agree with all that. And it's funny, anytime you talk about transfer rumors, being a Milanista must be wild because I noticed that they get like, if, if people think that clubs like Juve and Inter get linked to a lot of players, like, dude, Milan gets linked to everybody. And, and obviously, like, it, it's not to say they never bring in good players, but they get linked to like every good player who might be available. And even even if like 1% of them actually come, it's a good mercato.
5: Everybody, like uh, Wanda, uh, Wanda Icardi's wife posted a picture of her kids with Milan jerseys that they won an award. All of a sudden, Icardi's coming to Milan. (laughs) So uh, it's just everybody. Yeah, like you said, every single player is... uh, Matias Vines, who who went to uh, Roma, was linked to Milan for the past two years. It's just everybody, everybody, so...
0: I notice that, but very well said there. And, and I want to, I want to get Cliff's take on Juventus. And you certainly have uh, a lot of confidence here from Dan in the chat, who, uh, who's not only predicting a Juve Scudetto, but they're, they're going to win it with over a month to spare. And, and I'll say this before, before I bring in Cliff, um, I, I don't know if you guys think I'm, I'm, this is like a kiss of death, or if I'm trying for a mush. Uh, I'll never let you know what I'm really thinking, but I am actually also predicting. Juve to win the Scudetto and it's really it comes down a lot to the Max Allegri factor like I I think he he is going to solidify that team tactically in a way that an inexperienced Pirlo just could not do so I think Allegri makes a hell of a difference I'm not going to go as far as to say that they clinch it with over a month to spare I think it's going to be a tighter race than that but I I do think Juventus uh, should be the favorites if not just a slight favor to win the Scudetto this year. But Cliff, what, what do you think? Uh, give me your thoughts on Juve's activity in the transfer market so far. Uh, obviously, the 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 manager, I think, is a huge upgrade, as I've mentioned. How much better do you think they get this season?
2: Well, first of all, I'm sorry I dropped that for Jerry's um, merda So, you know, I was just dealing with that. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Jerry's a good guy. Um, about Juve, so for real, I think um they do win the league. Um, I don't think he's... I, I love his optimism, but I don't think we win with a month to spare. I think this is probably the tightest that Serie A has been in quite some time, even more than last season. Um, I do think having the familiarity of Allegri definitely gives Juve a little bit of an edge, just as I think Milan... Um, I don't think it will take Milan's top four having the familiarity of Dioli, uh, but um I do think it helps to have a Stabilizer and having a coach who knows the system, knows the players. Allegri was just there not too long ago, so he knows most of these players and how to work with them. He knows what makes them tick. Um, and I think the main factor is: do they get Locatelli? Every sign is pointing to yes. If they get him for 40 million, I think, in my opinion, it's a bargain considering that since he played in the Euros, I thought his market value was going to be somewhere around 70 or 80 where, like, a city would have to or would try to go after him. Um, so I'm really happy that, you know, he's made it very clear he wants to go to Juventus or he doesn't want to go anywhere. Um, that being said, um, if you put him in the midfield, I think you go from people saying this team is mediocre with a peer at the helm, saying, okay, they have an experienced coach in Allegri, um, like I said, who knows all the players. And you have a stabilizer in Locatelli in that midfield who is a star um, or a star um, to come. And he will be a star thing in my opinion. Um, and you put him with McKennie, who's a grinder. And you put him with Artur, who I think has a good work rate. And I think he's a passer of the ball. Um, not really convinced of him being a long-term solution in the field, though. Um, I think this Juventus team could be really good. And then one more transfer that maybe happens later in the window, depending on if Ronaldo those stays or not Moist Keane. Um, I'd love to see a return for PSG be eminent at some point because I wish they never got rid of him. I thought he was a phenom when he was at Juve. I think it was a shame that he left because you wouldn't have had Byron, although in the first one you would have had an out-and-out striker you could rely on and develop and grow along with Dybala. They could play well with each other. But what the hell do I know? I'm only 23 and I don't even work in the stock industry. So.
0: You know, and I uh, I I agree with uh, Locatelli is probably on his way to Juve. I find it hilarious these meltdowns that I see from Arsenal fans that like they're they're in such shock that he wouldn't want to go to like a a mid tier English team. History aside, like whatever these these Arsenal fans think that their shit doesn't stink, but it's like should you really be that surprised? that a young Italian player doesn't want to leave Italy. Like, I it just I, I get driven crazy by how so, some of these Premier League fans, especially, like, the Arsenal and the Tottenham fans who just have these delusions about, like, how important their clubs really are, uh, even though they don't win anything, That just think, oh, my God, every player wants to come here. And listen, like, the will of the player is important. Like, obviously, you know, Juve have done plenty of haggling over the Locatelli price, but if that's the only place he wants to be... His will may end up winning it out. I, I saw the same thing happen two summers ago with Nicolo Barella. Like there were, you know, Inter were haggling forever with Cagliari over a price, and then Cagliari got like pissed off, and they tried to sell him to Roma. But the will of the player was he wanted Inter, and eventually they they worked it out. So, uh, so I, I think that's uh, that's probably how it's going to go. But so so good good stuff there. I want to bring in uh, Jerry. Jerry, I want your take on Lazio because Lazio also incredibly compelling, my friend coming into this season with Maurizio Sarri taking over. And it looks like our guy Lotito, uh, whether it's revenge against Inzaghi or what, but Lotito looks like he's willing to actually spend some money this summer, Jerry. So uh, how much do you think uh, Lazio are going to improve this season? And uh, where do you expect them to finish?
1: Yo, I want to ask you a question, actually. Never mind Lazio. Lazio <laughs> not, not, fuck Lazio. Garbage. Um, huh? Nicola Berola, did he cost a total of $50 million?
0: About that, I think, yeah. yeah it was, it at- was a, lo- a loan with obligation when they when they started it two so like two 40, summers ago.
1: I was just I know I'm off topic here because I was just thinking about this. 13, yeah, I think 000, it was probably
0: like a fifteen million loan with thirty-five million options, something like that. I may be a little off on the figure fee forty-nine
1: million. My god, we spent fucking thirty million for Vadat Marichi and fucking Mohammed Fadez. Oh, and- we could have spent an extra 20 million for the first time in our life. We could have spent 50 million. And got Barla uh, When you think of things like this, um, about Lazio, I don't know what to think. man. Uh, we we got we, he saw he was getting attacked by the uh, the 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 Lazio ultra clan. Um, we got Vedat Marici who's being slaughtered by the Flan fans. We might just freaking have our own fans fan base go against Lazio. How about That, uh, that that's what it seems like right now. Um, You know, it's early days. I know that Joaquin Correa will probably be gone from Lazio because he doesn't want to be with the team anymore, and I'm not against him for not being with the team. That's a personal decision, and it's kind of similar to Manuel Locatelli and how people are saying that he's not professional. um, He's got a poor attitude. I don't understand how, how a player's attitude and professionalism should be kind of how can you critique that when if I'm if I'm that good I have the 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 talent skills to be that good and 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 a team like Juventus wants me and I have earned that right to go and join a top flight club and I do not want to play with Arsenal how does that make me a bad person how does that make me negative um, you know what it is? It's an Arsenal fan base who are fucking losers. That's what it is. Bunch of fucking losers because they can't get one of the best midfielders because they don't want, because he doesn't want to join. And then, like, come on, like, oh, we offer $3 million. Guess what? Juventus offered the same, the same exact wages which Arsenal had offered. They offered more money in a deal. It doesn't matter. Like, at the end of the day, Juventus is a up, is a step up. That's that's what it is. He's not making a lateral move. If I'm if I'm right. Locatelli, I, I might as well just stay with Sassuolo and and I'll and, and I'll play in a <laughs> environment where I'm comfortable. That's that's as simple as that. Like for s for Lazio, Jay,
2: I would argue Arsenal are lower.
1: Probably. Yeah. Probably they haven't done anything in fucking they fired their mascot for God's sake.
4: They did, they, did they qualify for Europa or I don't no. think not even, eh?
1: Not even. They didn't get into the conference huh. league. They didn't even get guys, into guys, the conference league, so they're they're game. in the, they're the yeah. no
0: man's league.
3: Guys, guys, There is something wrong in the water in North London. I don't know what it is yet. But
0: they have entitlement is what it is. I,
1: I'm a I'm a Chelsea fan, and I actually my favorite season was sorry season. 2018-19, that was my most enjoyable season because it was very attack-minding football for for Chelsea. It was such an exciting season overall. And it was a year where we didn't do anything in the transfer market. I'm not sure we did, but it, he, he arrived late. All he brought was Jorginho and they bought Kepa. That's all I remember from that season. And it was an exciting year. But the EPL, I, I think people really... They overhype it. It is so boring, the football. I thought last season was boring. As much as I'm happy that Chelsea won the Champions League and they did all that stuff, it wasn't an entertaining football. It was very dull football. EPL is a dull league. It's not what it used to be, in my opinion. But There's I no will...
0: tactics. They
4: just run after the ball like a yeah. bunch of kids playing house yeah, league. Yeah. It's like send yeah. it down and run.
3: But, but I will say this about Chelsea, though, Jerry, because I am Real Madrid fan first. I just love the way that Thomas Tuchel's game plan, it just...
1: Oh, absolutely.
3: From the the first ever match at whatever field that is, because obviously that's not the Bernabeu. Yeah. Stanford Bridge. Stefano training center. But the way that his tactics just worked just suffocating the older midfielders of Kroos and Casemiro and whatnot, I thought was an excellent. And to use the youngster speed and quick passing and opening up lanes, I thought that was one of the most brilliant two legs i've watched in a long time where a team knew we we might not you know be as popular as them we might not have just won three consecutive champions league but we had the legs and the minds that we're going to exploit the shit out of them and i I thought between those two legs of soccer i've never been more like jesus we have no fucking answer like kareem benzema could hit could have hit the post 10 times in both legs i don't even think we still would have won anything because of the way that you guys just suffocated the middle and created so many running lanes going the other way. But you're right though. When it came when it comes to most teams in the EPL, they're just very standardized. Yeah. For, you know, let's not push too much. Let's just, you know, if we have a one nothing lead, it feels like it's the England mentality though, right? We're up one nothing, let's sit back.
4: Yeah,
3: you for the damn thing.
4: Didn't did they say that was the Italian mentality? You get a goal and then just park yeah, the bus. Yeah. Used right. to be, yeah. yeah. It used it to be. Now look at took
0: right. over the national team. Yeah, um, I, I know. I am going to do
2: really well in the EPL.
0: Nobody.
1: Right yeah. Well, I, I, I think United I
3: think back in years. Yeah. Someone
4: don't trigger Manny. I saw a tweet. Some English fan was like, Varane's not the answer. I'm like, he's a three-time CL winner. Wow. He's won La Liga. Like, what do you mean oh he's God. not the answer for your back line? He's, it also very make sense. Is- he's very, young.
3: He's it's not that easy, old. It, no, he's young. But it's very easy to see that Varane is such like this. But, yeah, you see that the players that he had around him. Especially, listen, Casemiro gets a lot of shit, man. But this motherfucker draws back and creates the five-man line in the back and always fucking makes sure. That's something – if there's a player that's overlapping here or what, he picks it up for that center. Okay, Varane and Militao never really played well. It was always Ramos and Varane. Ramos will always cover for Varane. Ramos didn't play for the rest of the season because of injury. And then just because Varane had an okay towards the end of the season with Militao, oh, Varane is a special player. No, man, he's just a guy that I think it worked well in the system. Is it gonna but work?
4: You're right, in the you're right about Casemiro though. He does a lot of yeah, stuff off the ball. He's got load, very man. good football IQ.
3: Casemiro covered for so many people back then. Yeah. Um I, Sorry? No, go ahead.
1: Go ahead. No, I, I thought Cliff was about to say something.
2: Sucks, oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say, I think gonna be really good in the league because the Prem is also based on having really good athletes. Guys can do a lot of running, going up the field. Dropping back to Veran is a very good athlete. He's very good, very big and strong, but he's also really quick. So that's also one of his best attributes. I don't think he's the best defender, but he's a really good athlete, which allows him to get in the positions to be a, a gooder a – good, not a gooder,
1: a better defender than most.
0: Before I say a few words – Hold on, you told words Danny
1: Mills to kiss you. my ass. Anyways – uh. Mills. Who the fuck is Danny Mills anyways? I'm, I'm guessing an
0: English pundit. Uh, I'm not sure yeah. either. Although if, if you put your I, finger through a London phone book, just, you'll probably land on a thousand Danny Mills. I, so I actually
1: want to I want to piggyback on this uh immobile. Can the, immobile can perform under sorry? Um, you know what? The verdict's out. I think this is the perfect opportunity to see if he can flourish in in a four three three. Um if, if there's ever a guy who can help him, it's it's sorry. He's done. It if it works, that makes in. it
0: better for the national team
1: at it the does. World Cup.
0: Absolutely. Um immobile
1: I, isn't
2: shit. Immobile isn't shit. Uh, I'm just
1: kidding. He's
0: not shit. He's like I love he's, he's, he's,
1: he's I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I I agree. He he wasn't that effective in the elimination games for for Italy, but he also wasn't used to his strengths. Let's be realistic. But at the same time, it's not easy when you got eleven guys parked in the back and, and you don't give any space, and how can he receive a pass? We all know his holdup is, is garbage. So let, let's criticize a guy where we know he's not good at something, but let's continue anyways and be smartasses. Um, the back line, they, they brought in Husai Curious to see how he does. Um, I think the biggest thing is that uh, – who's whose background is that? What I think that's hey Cliff. I think that's your background, but I don't see it. No, it's the, the noise. The noise. Oh, I can't oh, even shit. hear. Oh, Yeah, there you go. Thanks, man. Um, I figured.
3: Jerry was distracted um, by
1: that. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck!" It, it, that shit throws me off. Now you guys, now you guys, telling me to fuck off. Um, <laughs> no, but like. It, it's early days. I think Felipe Anderson's gonna have a fantastic year in the city. and I, I think he's gonna be my comeback player of the year, not because he's with Lazio, because this guy flourished with Lazio. Like he, he, he is gonna score at least ten goals. I, I assume um, playing in a four three three where that suits him very well, playing on the right side. And I think the biggest thing is that while everyone's spending money, Lazio is retaining. Savage right now, which is unbelievable. Luis Alberto, and I don't think Luis Alberto is going anywhere. No, personally, he's not. He, he's not going anywhere. We we didn't make Champions League again. Somehow we're able to retain these kind of players and, and still be competitive for a top six spot, which is remarkable considering what their budget is. So, and in addition, they're they're adding players. I think the biggest thing is if they if they sell Korea. I, another and, and, and Sarabia comes. I prefer just Korea being sold for 35 million. Take the money and buy the players that you really want, who want to be here and can help. You add to that team, you're looking at something, man.
0: Before I say a few words on Inter, Jerry. I got a, a question for. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Wait, 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 wait. I had a question for you actually oh, about. With John Luca. Uh, what? So,
1: John, what
2: did
5: <laughs> John
1: Luca say?
2: I
5: don't not, think you said oh,
2: anything. I
5: love, I love no, I didn't, say, I didn't say anything.
1: No, I saw, his, I saw his volume come off, and then he went back on. This oh. fucker keeps on having to say something, but he stops. Oh. Fucking pussy. You pussy. Pussy! Can, can I, was can just I say
2: something
4: real he,
1: quick he's,
0: about Immobile? He's, <laughs> he's <mobile>. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, go. Yeah, I, I think Cliff was going to say something nice about Immobile. Like, go ahead.
1: You like
2: his hair? Okay. If, is it okay if I say something nice about Immobile? Is that all right? I
0: mean, for Jerry, yeah. For want, me, man.
1: No. I, I don't care. I, at the end of the day, he's a golden boot winner. Yeah. I, I, I mean – Not a, not every player in the city has been yeah. a golden boot yeah, winner. Yeah, I
2: mean so. – <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was going to go off of. I mean, he's he's a proven scorer in the league. Obviously, he didn't do well in the Euros, and, and that sometimes even happens to some of the best players. Sometimes they don't show up. Sometimes they have some issues – um, like you said, his hold-up play is not great, but I think he scores 15 to 20 goals this season. I think he still has a good season under Sadi, and I think he shows people that he's still a, a prominent
1: goal scorer in the league. If he has a good season, I hope everybody knows that he's going to be the number nine again next season. Yeah, I, I'm telling you right now, and, and I'm going to have to hear Tom, Dick, and Harry chew me out saying, fuck, we're going to have to go with a false nine. And he's not good enough, and it's like
4: oh. I'll defend him as long as he's in an Italy jersey. Up until yeah. then, he can go fuck himself, Jerry. I don't
1: blame you, man. It's like Jekyll. You can kiss my right ass.
4: <laughs>
1: Fucking old farts can be your lead striker again. Oh, Jesus man. Christ, so, and somehow he's gonna ab-
4: pop in 15 goals. Don't worry, abso- absolute nightmare. I can't believe we're still running with him.
0: Uh, he's, he's a thousand years old, the guy's a freaking dinosaur, but no, I'll, I'll say I'll say a few words. Uh about inter, and then I, I want to get uh, I want to get Manny's hopes. Who cares about, and about inter monopolies. for God's sake, man?
1: We don't you understand. You had your fun, you had your Scudetto. though. You're on a they financial signed the crisis. Turkish Ericsson,
0: guys. Yeah, we exactly oh, we, we we've uh, got uh, yeah, we, we we've got the Turkish prince, the Turkish delight. We're gonna I've keep dropped, the good times rolling.
1: i dropped too many f bombs so tonight. I'm gonna horrible. get cri- I'm gonna get criticized on Twitter. The today, magician,
5: Andy. the magician, you got. You're lucky,
0: you're lucky Brooklyn Rob isn't around. Yeah, I mean, we, we got the – because he's the one who counts Jerry's F-bombs. But, yeah, I mean, uh, listen, Gian, Gianluca knows the magic and the consistency that is Hakan Chalanolu. This guy plays 38 flawless games per season. We all know that. It's going to be excellent. And, listen, I've, I've with the Hakan Chalanolu thing, and I, I know that uh, a, a lot of Inter Eastie were not that excited for him to come aboard. A lot of Milan Eastie are bantering Inter for signing this guy – Um, listen, I I make no mistake. Uh, I I have no delusions about why it happened. This didn't happen in a vacuum. Like Hakan Chalanolu was targeted and signed by Inter because of what happened to Christian Eriksen, that that was, it was a scramble, right? I mean, what happened to Eriksen happened. Don't know when or if he'll ever play for Inter again. Uh, You also know that Inter just don't have, you know, 35, 40 million to spend on a transfer fee for a central midfielder. So they said, hey, here's an opportunity to get a guy who'd be willing to come here because we'll offer him a little bit more money in a pinch than his current club is offering him. He doesn't have to move. He's happy in the city of Milano, doesn't have to take his family anywhere, and he can do the job. But can he do the job as well as Christian Eriksen? Probably not. because uh, you know I watched Hakan play plenty at Milan. You see some flashes of brilliance. You see a ton of head-scratching games, a ton of inconsistency. So it is what it is. I mean, this is a free transfer. The contract is not cheap at $5 million net per season, but I consider this an emergency signing for Inter. Uh, that's been the biggest incoming so far. It's not the end of the transfer market, sure, surely not, because there are other players that need to come in at varying different levels of expense. But Hakan's been the biggest incoming so far. The biggest outgoing, of course, is Ashraf Hakimi. I hate to see him go. Um, you know, they the club needed funds to balance the books. Well, listen, um, so much potential with Hakimi. Like there, there were plenty of (laughs) times where uh, he 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 is he is a pace merchant. The guy is so freaking fast. Sometimes he has three IQ points when he's in the final third, and he doesn't. He passes when he should shoot, shoots when he should pass. But twenty two years old. I mean, Hakimi is once he figures out how to play a little bit more consistently in the final third. The guy is going to be a terror. Like, he is going to terrorize. And I think he's going to eat the Uber Eats French League alive. So I think he's going to be excellent at PSG. So it sucks to see him go. They needed to make a big sale to balance the books. It is what it is. So, you know, the the places that enter have to look now, they need, uh, they need some kind of a replacement at right wing back. Um, I think a player who looks almost surely going to come in is Nahita Nandez from Cagliari, the Uruguayan uh, midfielder slash right wing back? Now, I would much, uh, and I like Nandez, uh, plays with a ton of heart, Grinta, very active box to box player, plays with a ton of passion. I, I've rated him for a while. Um, I, I would much prefer him to come in in more of a utility role where he can play center midfield, he can be like the second right wing back. Um, I will not be as excited if they bring him back as the full-time starting right wing back, because I like him a little bit better as a central midfielder than I like him in the right wing back role. But you know, due to cost being an issue, he may end up being the first choice right wing back. You could do worse. You could do better. Uh, I would actually, if 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 they can find a way to make it work funding wise. Um, I would like the idea of bringing in Nandez on loan. And then also, if you can swing it, bringing in Hector Bellerin on loan from Arsenal. Uh, But there's a disagreement over the formula because Inter want to do a loan with option. Arsenal only want to let him go on a loan with obligation. So if if you can't find a way to bridge that gap, the player will not come. So, you know, the biggest uh, departure, of course, has been Hakimi. Uh, I think the rest of the summer is going to have a lot to do with keeping the other core players that you have. Uh, But Ella is going to need a contract extension. Lautaro is going to need a contract extension. Um, You know, I guess there's a slight possibility Lautaro could be sold, but I'm not expecting it. Uh, Brozovic is also seeking an extension. Um, I wouldn't cry myself to sleep if they did sell Brozovic, but I also think he's more important than a lot of people give him credit for. I think too many people sleep on Brozovic because so much of what he does does not appear on the box score. Um, of course, you know you lose Antonio Conte, and I, I like Simone Inzaghi, but obviously replacing Conte, who's world-class, is going to be difficult, but I think Inzaghi can do a good job. I've already said that I am expecting Cliffs Juventus to win the Scudetto. Uh, I think that Max Allegri is going to be the deciding factor there. Um, but I think Inter can compete for it. I, I think Inter can compete for the Scudetto. I think it's going to be a second or third place finish as you see, dueling, battling middle fingers there for those who are watching us live. So, Fuck yeah. I the three really uh, shit I, on I a stick. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to be second or third place for Inter. Another trip to I'm the Champions League the following season, you, and, and I actually think uh, <laughs> I think Inter could maybe even do a little bit better in Champions League this year. They've been knocked out in the group stage for the past few seasons. Uh, they're Bro. they're going to be um, a a top uh, tier, a pot one team this year, and uh, and I think they were a little bit unfortunate. To go out in the group stage last season, so I actually think Inter can at least get to the round of 16 in Champions League, second or third place finish in Serie A. So that's that's the way that I see it this year. A little bit of a step back domestically from last year. Uh, I, so I, uh, you, know, you have a quick question for you.
2: Um, so what about Dimarco? Dimarco at yes. right back. Are, do you? Like I'm glad him? you brought at
0: left back. Yeah, I'm 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 glad you brought him in. Uh, yeah, I think it's got to be the left side for him. Um, okay. But I, I, I like him a lot. You know, he was um, – there, there There were some some thoughts about him maybe getting loaned out or sold, but it looks like he's going to stay. Simone Inzaghi indicated he's going to stay. Beppe Morota uh, said yeah. he's the president and future of Inter. So I actually think that even though you, you they're taking a step back at the right side, I think at left wing back, they can actually take a little bit of a step forward because I think – uh, Perisic and Dimarco De- as your primary choices for the left side are a little bit better than Perisic and Ashley Young from last year because, unfortunately, Ashley Young just really couldn't run consistently anymore. The guy was like 55 years old, so I think that they could even get a little bit better on the left side uh, while they're getting worse on the right side. So,
1: what do you have on the right again? You got, uh, okay. yeah, I- Darmian and what?
0: Well, Darmian, and then I think uh, Nandez is going to come in, uh, but, but we're yet to see if he's going to be kind of a, a center midfielder slash backup right wing back, or if he's going to be the starter. I think there's a chance that Hector Bellerin could come in, but it's a little bit too soon to say right now. He apparently he's chosen Inter, but you still have to get, of course, Arsenal's consent to loan him out. So uh, I'd, I'd say it's probably maybe forty five percent he comes because Arsenal only want to. Send him with loan with obligation, inter want loan with option. So, I, so yeah, I mean, uh, oh, so wow. yeah, it, it's it's a downgrade, man. It, it is what and it I is. Said, you know what, man? I'm really, I'm very
1: interested.
2: I don't know. Is last year oh, in the top
0: 10?
1: I don't, I don't rate five, yeah. at all, Alex. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not gonna judge lots yet. I'm not judging anybody because there's still four more weeks in the transfer market. Call me, call me August 22nd, and I'll, I'll you the week a few before- more weeks
2: of playing the farmers.
1: No, the former uh, – that too, but –
2: got to play the Farmers a few more times this year. I
1: need to see what goes on yeah, in the transfer market. For all you know, Locatelli, all of a sudden, just knock on wood for your sake. Tomorrow morning you wake up and Man City puts in an offer of $35 million out of the blue and says, hey, we want to sign Locatelli. You don't know, man. The transfer market, I, I get sucked in so bad. That's why I hate it so much that you right now, it's Sassuolo and Juventus. And no one thinks Arsenal. Maybe Arsenal somehow come up with a crazy idea. Let's give him $6 million a year because we're EPL and we got all the money in the bank. No way. I'm just saying. No market, shot. You think he
2: wants to drink that dirty water in North London?
1: Uh, you know what, man? If you were giving that guy $7 million a year, I'm sure he'll drink the dirty water and go play for Arsenal because money talks, <laughs> money walks. As much as I, I, I said before about I know, everything man. I said... Money walk, buddy. Wait, Everything he, I said, take remember, it all back. Man, remember, money money talks, man. And there's very few players who are loyal to their club. That's why I always respect Sergey is Savage because that guy could have walked out of Lazio five straight seasons, okay, for how Should've. good he is. You know what? Should have, but guess what? His heart is with the team. He doesn't care about what surrounds the politics and all that shit. He plays for the logo, the crest. And that that is not very common anymore. God, the guy makes like three and a half million a year. You know that's p- compared to other players, like how he is, like it's very rare that they accept. Look, think about this. Think about being Savage, and he has to hear Luis Alberto every year bicker about something stupid, about more money, about this, about that. Meanwhile, Plains. and meanwhile, yeah, planes. Meanwhile, in the in in the back, he knows that he's ten times better than Alberto. Savage is is over here, and Alberto is over here compared to him. Everybody thinks that Alberto is better than Savage. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Malinkovic he is a, Savage Malinkovic is a top, top, top is a five midfielder.
2: Luis Alberto is a um, Fiat.
1: Ah, well said. Yeah, like, I, wait, I laugh.
2: Malinkovic Savage is one of the best technically gifted midfielders you'll ever see in the world.
1: Lazio will never sell him. I think he is going to die as a Laziale like Senalulic did. And, and, and I've had people. Senolulic actually, is dead? Not dead, but you get the, the – the, <laughs> you get what the fuck I'm trying to say, man. But um, hold on. Like seriously, I've had people actually tweet out. I don't know if they actually live in Rome. I've had one guy literally tell me he lives down the street from him on Twitter. I don't know what, to believe that or not. But I'll take it with a grain of salt because he told me that Savage is in love with Rome. He loves the city. I've heard on Calcio Land with David Amell all all the time talk about it. And it's possible because he has never complained about being with Lazio. He's never asked to be sold. And and I think that as much as the, the club itself is important to them, I think... Their lifestyle is just important. They have to go home to where they play. And, and if he's happy with Rome and he loves the city and goes home every day happy, I don't see why he would want to be sold. And if he were ever to be sold, there's only one club he will go to, and it's Real Madrid. He's already ta- he's already said that's his like dream team that he wants to play for, where it's like to step up. He's already said that. Because I guess it's similar lifestyle to Rome. The weather, everything. So for me, and and, and I would consider selling Alberto. I would. I really would. But you have to consider the fact that you have to have the proper replacement to come in. You don't just say, hey, Alberto, you're going for $45 Have a nice day. You don't think that another thing... Okay, so yeah. Say Milan knocks on the door tomorrow morning and says, yeah, we want to buy Alberto. Absolutely. You can have him. But you don't think... Lazio is thinking about who the replacement is first before they actually pull the trigger. There's there's two sides to this. First off, you gotta sell your player, yes. But who's coming in to replace him? You're not gonna leave sorry hand like this. Ain't Simone and Zaki anymore, where he would managed to like turn scrubs into gold. This is this is a, a manager who is I would say not more ambitious, but has to be given the quality players in order to please him. And Lazio's never had a manager like that. So they now have to think, okay, we need to keep Sarri in track. We need to give him the players that he needs. And it becomes more ambitious in a way. So Tari will get you a Mariki-style replacement. You know what? I I, I have a, an article coming out about, about Tari. He is not as bad as people think he is, I think that the last two years has not been great for him. But prior to that, Milan wanted to sign this guy, wanted him bad because of what they he managed to do. There. I don't yeah, think right. I don't it, think they dodge a bullet. I, I I think that you can't. You go to Milan; it's, it's a different project, a different mentality. So Tadim has a different approach when he goes to Milan, and he's got maybe more money to spend compared to Lazio, where his decision-making maybe changes. Um, he doesn't maybe buy a Vidat Marici. Maybe he buys something better because he has more available to him. Who knows? But overall, he's made the team better in the last five years. You can't say he hasn't. Um, Luca Romero, there's an example. Free transfer, 400000 a year. Those are the tireless signings. Where you, you old need-
0: enough to drive yet?
1: I don't fucking know to be honest, but, but sixteen go, go, years old. Look, Husai. he got Husai on a free transfer, but these are these are these are Tade signings where he when he when his back is against the wall, this is when he's at his best. Felipe Anderson, there's another great deal by by Tade. Yeah, I like that move. Think about this: we sold this guy for forty-one million dollars, and we brought him back for three million dollars. <laughs> are you kidding me? What team sells their own player and buys him back for absolutely dirt cheap and pocket like – Only Lazio would do that. <laughs> apparently, I, I didn't know this, but apparently Lazio doesn't do buybacks. You don't sell a player and buy them back. I don't understand the stupid rule, but I'm happy we brought back – Didn't they for do Anderson. that with somebody last year too? Yeah, Wesley Hoot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We sold that guy for $18 million, brought him back on loan – we could have bought, picked up an option for five million for him or, or less, but I, I thought he would have been a good backup in a, in a back four. Under uh, sorry, maybe, but a lot of people don't like him anymore. That, that's not the case, but that's aside the side point. And, and and to answer, I, I think it's Johnny. The money is going to be or Dan. The money is going to come from selling Korea, and when they sell Korea, they're going to be able to sign Toma Basic from Bro, uh, Bordeaux. And it's not always about spending $25, $30, 40 million that makes your team better. That's not right. always the case, man. Call call Barcelona, because how's Griezmann doing in Barcelona? <laughs> like, well, how, how's the other guy, uh, Coutinho? Guy K even.
0: Yeah, they're trying to get rid of him. He might end 100... up at
1: Milan. So I can keep going, man. You want to want to want to go across the pond? We can go to uh, Juventus. How's Ramsey doing for seven and a half million a year? I saw somebody wrote that. That that's crazy wages, like. Yeah, you can stick <laughs> you can stick that up your butt, buddy, because you know I'm right. We're in higher
2: place, <laughs> buddy. How's seventh place doing?
1: Oh seventh place, I don't give a shit, How's man. Seventh
2: place down there, buddy.
1: Yeah, Jerry. Fuck, we don't we don't even She's have a like, sponsor.
2: A fuck. I've been dealing with this for ten years. I don't care.
1: I'm an Edmonton Oilers fan. I saw playoffs once in the last 13 years. Yeah, I know can, what you explain, like. can
0: you explain <laughs> to me why Lazio don't have a shirt sponsor? Like, every, every fucking club has a shirt sponsor. I mean, I I, I, sponsor That's because it
2: Lazio.
4: Looks Lazio... The jersey looks clean, but it, I mean, it financially, does, it makes like, no you sense. You want the
0: revenue, though. Like, dude, yeah, like, yeah, no sense. Sense. like...
1: I, I want I Joe like. to come... We need to have Joe come on, because Joe said it perfectly about... Even though you do have the sponsor... It, it doesn't actually mean that you're getting full profit because I don't want, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, don't quote me. Joe was explained to me from Fort Sinopoli podcast. And it, and it's a good point because like you got to remember If Adidas is your sponsor, okay. Adidas gets a large sum. And right. then there's only like 10% that goes to Lazio from the sponsor. Yeah, and they're getting
0: itself. 0% with no sponsor. You're
1: right. You're right. It, it does help. Any, any dollars help. Absolutely. But it's not like it, you know, it, it, it pushes them.
2: Twitch on the jersey.
0: There you what, go. Is, what, is,
1: okay, what is up with everybody with Twitch, man? You know you
0: know what's really funny? Cl- Cliff, let me tell you a funny story. And I, and I know Cliff is on Twitch. But so I, I literally, as I said at the beginning of the episode, I literally just created a Calcio Connection Twitch channel today. I created it today. And then I sent Jerry... Um, like a like a private message on WhatsApp saying, "Oh, by the way, I created a Twitch. So we on that as well." And Jerry responds to me like, "What the fuck is that? I don't, I don't want to be on Twitch." Like he like he's like
2: that, he is that, is that a kind a of sex toy. What's a Twitch?
1: What is Twitch So I hear Twitch. Everybody Twitch, Twitch, Twitch. I don't know. I, I went on Twitch today. I saw Sansone. I saw Sansone. I saw he's making a top eleven fucking Sansone. mothers of oh, uh, football football players or wives of Sansone? best wives. Top Ooh. 11 wives of football players. I was like, wow, oh, I guys, that sounds go. better than this that. show.
0: Jesus, I was, we should be doing that, guys. That. We're Jerry, doing, we're doing
2: the top or the 11, the starting 11 of who has the hottest wives in world football. It was
0: phenomenal. No, I have no time wow. for that, man. I, That's I, I one want that we need here. No, God, Jesus, they're, yeah, they're, they're Jerry,
4: Jerry's there. reaction to Twitch is the same thing like when we react to watching Lotito still using like a flip phone, you know what I mean? It was like lost in time
1: what is, what's the purpose of twitch what is what is what is the you stream it's just a
4: streaming platform it's a streaming platform it's, it's a lot of it's video game of making yep. revenue yeah
1: well you do it because you like
2: it but there's a there's a revenue you can you can run ads on your channel you can have people subscribe if they like your content you can make emotes like it's just another way to basically do this like getting your content out there getting your voice out there i mean i'm not a big time twitch streamer i'm just i'm very small time but um from my gist of it like you just stream i do fifa um, I, um, you can come on my show if you have an Xbox, guys. I'm well. I'm very happy to have guests. I only have a but, PlayStation.
0: Um, God damn it. Xbox. Damn
2: it, Alex. I gotta get a PS5 now. I gotta spend five hundred dollars so I, I don't it.
0: even have the PS5. I still have the PlayStation Four. You, you think I, there's no way yes. I'm paying? Like I see these people on no, eBay. No, i not paying. I see these people on eBay because because there's no PS5s out there like new ones, and I see these people selling their PS5s on eBay for like fifteen hundred bucks. I'm like, dude, dude. I, I have a freaking child to feed. Like, I, you know, I've, I've got, you know, I've, I've got a family. You think I'm going to go and pay, like, three times retail price for your fucking used PS5? Like, give me a yeah. break, man.
2: It's like, dude, I'm struggling to feed my dog. I'm going to buy a PS5? <laughs> I,
1: I would never. So, you, so people live stream when they're playing. I, actually, no, I shouldn't ask. I actually see people live streaming when they're playing FIFA games. Fucking, and people actually watch it. It's better like, than probably. I couldn't. I so couldn't. Guess spend, don't
2: like it, then Jerry.
1: You wouldn't watch my channel. I. I. I would rather play you than watch you. I'll be honest. But if I had to play if you, would, I would. It. I would actually I'll watch you to see how. I'll
2: you, be you, you be Lazio. I'll kick your ass.
1: You probably would, because every time I play this stupid game, it. <laughs> People, all, I don't know, man. I, are you, are you one of those guys who like change your formats, formations on the fly, and everything, and change your styles and everything? You have no, to. No, no, I don't do none of that
2: shit. No, I don't do any of that. I can keep my formation. I just, I just set up my tactics beforehand, but I don't do anything crazy in game.
0: Wow, you set up your tactics. Before. Oh, the man. thing that drives me crazy about FIFA and like, I don't even play actual human beings because I, I don't want to get wrecked and get embarrassed because I tried that for <laughs> like, dude, for like two months. I was playing the game Overwatch against actual people. And, dude, when I had these, like, 14-year-olds who were killing me and then talking crap over their headphone, like, I'm like, dude, I'm I'm a 30-year-old. 30 I'm 36 now, but I was, like, 30 years old. I'm like, dude, I'm 30 years old, and I'm getting destroyed and talked trash to by, like, a 15-year-old on a headset. Like, I, I can't live my life like this. So I don't play against actual people on FIFA. I play the computer. And what drives me crazy is... You have it on one difficulty mode, and then you win your game like eleven nothing, and it's way too easy. And they're like, and they automatically, would you like to upgrade to the next difficulty? Fuck yeah, I would. And then you upgrade, and then you get beaten like seven zero. It's like, well, why is there nothing in between? Like, what why rating do, you nothing, what rating do you 7-0? play against, Nothing, and then I lose
2: Alex, we want to hear what rating do you play on?
0: I don't even know. Like, I think like the. Yeah, uh, either the set like the third easiest one i think like the one that's like not the very easiest one is like a joke i think i play on like the third Like semi pro pro i play after
1: professional
0: i think that's what i play semi, probably semi pro i think i went
1: from like professional to like next level and i just exactly the same problem with me i was winning 10 nothing and then i would lose seven nothing i was like fuck this game i said i'm done uh, I got yeah, fed up of a, playing I'm online. All I class. did
4: was running against Madrid, PSG, and Barcelona. Like, and I'm there with Roma. It's fun when you squeak away with like a one nothing, two nothing win. It's like, oh, you're, you're typical Italian. You park the bus. I'm like, right. I don't have I a choice the bus, with the team though. I'm yeah. playing right now.
0: Yeah, if, if I yeah. try to park the bus, the bus is getting wrecked. But no, I don't, Maybe. dude. You play, you play world class. Like, I probably, I don't think I've ever tried world class. No, I don't. probably couldn't have like five percent possession on world class. Like, I, I couldn't hold the ball on that.
2: Yeah, I usually win. This is not even a flex. I win world class, usually like by three or four
0: goals.
1: Hey, question. Does anybody watch Formula One here?
0: Yeah, my dad does. I sometimes watch with him. Hold on.
1: I asked if you watch it. I didn't ask if your dad watched it. I'm telling you,
0: sometimes I catch it. If I'm over at my dad's house on a Sunday, it's on. I'll watch a little bit of it. (laughs)
1: What is this, man, Alex? You know what? I I'm going nuts tonight. Are, are you are you still upset about the whole Hamilton versus? It's bullshit. Or... It's fucking bullshit, man. So bullshit. So, so I saw my, people so complaining, my, complaining it's about bullshit.
3: it. So my so my, so quick thing when when Hamilton won and Jerry wrote a tweet, this fucking guy said I won, and I replied, oh, okay, so now you're a professional Formula One analyst. <laughs> Dude, no, but the, the, the big the big argument
4: no, but the big argument about Hamilton's move there is if you apparently understand the whole concept of the driving line and the apex going into the right, corner,
3: right. Apparently he, he, wasn't he gonna was make it. Yeah, he, he, wasn't he, wasn't he wasn't gonna make, gonna make it. it. Yeah, exactly. and you saw that
4: because like exactly. Verstappen was expect because you normally at going at those speeds you're expecting the driver to react in a certain way. Yeah, and like Hamilton completely was off that racing line altogether, and that's what kind of caused that bump with uh, Verstappen. But that crash, I mean, at 51 G's, I'm surprised he walked out of that car. I mean, well, off topic, I'm just surprised
3: but... that in reality he was able to even to even you know have the balls to come out of his car or his little racing thing after he. That's won. it. At, at 51 yeah. G's of force,
4: so I never expected him to get out of that car the way he did. That was. Cliff,
1: Gianluca, do you guys watch Formula 1? Did you guys watch the race yesterday? Gianluca, you're probably fucking watching the transfer market.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I missed I missed the race. Uh, I catch it every so often. Um, yeah, I missed – I actually, I, I read up on it. I heard about the crash. But, yeah, I, I heard it's pre- it was pretty brutal.
3: I mean, because also you basically enabled the guy that was leading the championship. You knocked him out of the race. Right? Yeah, and then you that's win correct. the race, <laughs> so that's like Jesus Christ.
1: What's
0: hey, I want I, to I uh, I gotta I, I I I I I I wrap it man. up in a few minutes because I'm old, like, I, I don't know how Jerry stays up to like 2 a.m. when he wakes Clip. up at four. So
1: you, you cut off Cliff, man. Well, you're such a bad
0: guy. You know what? These inter guys always cutting off these UV already said he doesn't watch Formula One. I already heard him say it. I didn't cut anybody I, off, <laughs> I cut you off.
1: Prick, am I? Am
4: I? see. <laughs> see? <laughs> we, see? We should, we should get an app going for the Milan fans, like a ticker, like the stock market. So, like, oh, Gianluca God. could just have it running at the bottom with all the transfer rumors. Seriously, you just see, like, it
0: fluctuating.
4: Getting linked to every I, single player. Yeah, every
1: single player. You just see names just scrolling across the screen. I, I think Alex is going to get me replaced after Messi's tonight. Messi's dog man.
2: wants to go to Milan. <laughs>
1: I think that – hold on. I think that thing's a lot – lucky to be alive, uh, Max Verstappen. They didn't put those barriers on the top of the uh, – where the, where the where the driver's seat is, they got that the, the barrier. Where, the halo. The, the halo. Thank you. If you see the tire go flying, imagine that that lands on his head. Oh. He had the he has the halo to protect him this time. Jeez. And I was asking my buddy Rob. He said, "Greatest perfect.
4: invention in the sport right now, that halo. It saved Leclerc's life yeah. uh, a couple, yeah. uh, one time while he was with Alfa Romeo. There was a really scary situation where if that halo wasn't there, he lost his head. It, but, it's
0: it's it's it's." it's
1: Go
4: ahead. No, no, no. It's it. like the Halo like oh. has saved lives. Like it's been really uh one of the better uh things that they've brought into uh Formula One because there's been some close calls with some drivers and thank god that halo's there now. Halo Halo
1: Halo saves lives. I don't know shit about Formula One. Uh, you, you don't know don't shit know about shit football about either. Football. You, should, you should. You should. You should stream.
4: You should. You should get into it and do it for your Twitch stream. Please. You don't know F1 shit. It's actually you worth it. I, I
2: don't know, man. They just these guys drive really fast. That's all I know. They drive really fast and they go <laughs> like this and, and that's oh, it.
1: thank you. Actually, I'm, I'm gonna call it Sansone. I'm gonna call him out, and I hope he's listening to this pod. I hope he's watching. I don't know where the fuck you are. You, you gotta get
0: him life. on the next episode. Wasn't he supposed to come on once and then he Is couldn't it do it time, and right? he, he owes us one. The fact that he said that
1: more like Formula One's not a sport anybody can drive. Are you stupid? No, honestly, are you? That is the dumbest. Either bet I want to see you guys drive two hundred miles per hour, slowing like down a on a slowing down on like a turn. So like can, can, <laughs> can I say something, Jerry? Can I say something? It is not an I, I easy think, sport. Do you know I'm what's training there if is? He thinks
0: anybody can drive. He's clearly not met my mom.
1: <laughs>
0: Dude, she drives. She drives six miles per hour.
1: It's not Craig, an easy sport, man. Jerry, can I say something don't real want quick? You it. It's mental, man. Go ahead.
2: No, no, I was gonna say one. I don't. I don't think it's a sport, but I do think it takes a lot of skill. I think it's extremely difficult to do. I don't think it's just driving. You need to have a certain amount of ability to do it. I, I mean, I'm on the board of calling it a sport because like, there's no. You're not physically doing anything, but. I mean, but just personally, I do, I do think there's a lot of ability. I'm not saying there's no ability. There's absolutely you need to have ability to be able to drive at those speeds. I just don't think it's a, a quote unquote. I mean, a sport's a very general term. So who the fuck am I to say what a sport is? I mean, that's just my opinion. But, you know, fuck me anyways. You know, what Jerry, the hell do I well,
0: know? what happens if like a driver has to pee during a race? Do they just hold it or do they like or do <laughs> no, they no, go? People have
4: actually peed in their seats. So do they have like a diaper on? No, 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 no. I think I, I think it was it Vettel or or Alonso. One of them like mid race really had to go, and he just ended up peeing his pants in this car. I think it might have been Vettel. I can't remember. I wow. Love
2: that the balls, the balls in these guys to pee in their seat. You know what kind of balls you have to have to do that? Even
4: They're comps? literally peeing in like a forty million dollar like rocket ship.
1: Like this is a piss. But yeah, yeah. you want to know how He's much like, weight? Oh, dude, I'm but...
2: going like 500 miles an hour. Let me just rip a piss right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. the, the average weight of a driver they lose is 10 pounds a, a race. Sweat, right? Yeah. And it's like, it's like
4: times 20, uh, t- twice that weight when they do Singapore because it's so close to the equator. And even racing at oh, night, man. I think like the track heat is somewhere like 45 degrees. You want oh, to I hear sport. Sport. So I think oh, it like, what would be in sport. Fahrenheit?
1: How much? How much does a first baseman on base in baseball lose a, a, a,
0: a weight? Does he lose a game? They probably gain five pounds. They're like eating hot dogs between <laughs> innings and all that. Fuck shit. you!
2: Baseball is America's pastime.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, and, and meanwhile they're, they're 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 fat as fuck. Like pa- Pablo <laughs> Sandoval. <laughs>
0: Fucking. <laughs> <game. laughs> Boop and uh. Could we,
4: we forget about Prince Fielder? Like,
0: yeah. oh, my oh my gosh,
2: oh. Prince Fielder, man! Oh, that was probably he could hit, but he was a.
4: I'm gonna. I'm gonna.
0: Cologne. Oh, that that guy was like a sumo wrestler. Yes. And then, and, and then you guys like, have running. guys.
1: <laughs>
4: and then you guys have guys. You have guys like Shohei Otani who like beat like an infield like to the base like on a single hit. Like he's he insane. literally shot it to the. He's nuts. That guy's a unit.
2: Otani is one of right maybe there. the best prospects, uh, or not even a prospect, but one of the best players I've seen come out, um, like in a long time. Like. I just remember Ichiro. He was such a generational talent. And I know I'm getting on. I'm getting off on a tangent here. But Jeter, Ichiro, and then Otani is like one of those special generational guys.
1: Yeah, I, I,
4: it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen.
1: I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end the Formula One conversation with this. I saw a picture where Leclerc allows Hamilton to take the outside. And he's on the inside and gives him the space. And then... The opposite happened where Vettel was on the outside and Hamilton on the inside and gave him no space and just literally took him to the corner. Like, there was pictures. Now, I also saw somebody was showing how they both were at fault, where one should have held up, one was trying to take the other. At the end of the day, I think it it, it was all fix for Hamilton. I will say that I, I know people are gonna think I'm fucking crazy. It was fixed with England losing last weekend, and then <laughs> and then and then with the whole racial matter of what happened with the three players and Lewis Hamilton supports Black Lives Matter, which I, I support him on that. I, I I respect him fully for that. We'll never go against him. And then he has Tom Cruise on his side. It was all it was all happening, man. Scientology helped him yesterday. The <laughs> moons and the sun and the stars all align, and and, and you know what? I and I, I, I Nando brought this to me. I'm gonna give him a shout because it's not my idea. It's Nando's, and he brought it to me, and I agree with him. I think everything aligns, and I know Jan's not gonna uh, uh, approve, but I, I just. And it made me me sick to my stomach because I'm trying to love the sport. When you see that and you want to see a new winner for the right reasons and they're destroying it, it it kills the sport. But you know what? We're going to end the pile like this. Fuck Juve. Fuck Roma. Especially fuck Roma.
4: Lazio, merda, Jerry.
1: You can kiss my right ass. Uh, Inter. uh, Inter. I have no issues. (laughs) I have no issues with Inter because it's Simone Inzaghi and it's my co host. Um, Manny. Manny.
3: We're gonna get to
1: talk about Napoli. So think, shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> well, you don't know anything about your team yet, so one day you'll learn. I do. I do a little bit. I are an
0: eleventh place fi- finish. I think eleventh place.
1: I I don't hate Napoli because Chido Immobile is Napoli time. <laughs> so that that is uh saving grace. And Milan is whatever. Fuck them. Anyways.
0: Wow. <laughs> but, I, I, I want to give I like everybody. Moves, yeah. I, I, I want to give everybody a chance to uh, to promote. Your social media, hey, any anything you tell, you're working on. To. And I'll I let I'll to. let Manny go first. And Manny, before you let people know where they can find you, uh g- give us your prediction on Napoli this coming season. Well, they
1: can find him at wwwgofuckyourself.com <laughs> so <laughs> Listen, <laughs> the
3: only thing the only thing about Napoli, I'll say is this. You start out with
5: Vanessa.
3: <laughs> Genoa, Juventus, Curinese. I think it's going to be crucial, at least for the month of August and September, you get off to a great start because then when you look down at their schedule, you're going to have Roma, Inter, Lazio, Atlanta, and Milan, and they span in about five to seven weeks um, overall. So they have to make sure that they get off to a rough start. Um, Besides that, I think the goal is going to be, you know, make Champions League. I think the change that you make at the head coach at the top with not many changes going forward. You signed the guy you wanted to, which is Didi Lorenzo. He resigned the one guy who has not yet have a new contract. Yet. It, it it expires next season. So, I mean, listen, I don't, um, it's kind of what I've seen a lot on Twitter from a lot of Napoli fans. It seems like the club seems to fit as to say, we have the club to make a top four. If we're going to sign somebody's going to be for the right price or for the right reason. I just feel like when you look at their forward situation going on right now, uh, you only have Insigne healthy, Ocimen, um healthy, you have Mertens who's out because of your Euro injury, and then obviously Chucky Lozano who had a bad collision with Mexico. Um, I believe it was against uh, Trinidad and Tobago or some sort. So you're you're kind of short up top right now. So maybe they go after maybe another another guy up front. But I feel like with Ospina in the back, you signed Adil Lorenzo still. Uh, Uh, Akole Bali is okay, I guess, in a sense, when he doesn't over pursue things. I mean, there's always room for improvement, right? I guess the only team in this entire league, unfortunately, that can just sign somebody they needed to, and let's be honest here, it's Juventus, right? Because they could, you know, if they need somebody at a key position of an injury, you probably will put in the money in the bank saying they'll find somebody. With everybody else here, it's like for the right price, right? You know, because it's so funny how Alex, you guys just won the Scudetto. And for you to tell me that you don't have some type of extra extra funds or money to find another key piece for a, on your squad, yeah. dude. W- was your team in debt? I understand, right? Yes. No fan base that kills a lot of momentum, no money coming in. But Jesus Christ, you guys just want a major trophy. And for if you to say we can't afford a player to build up on our depth, man, that kind of hurts. Juventus doesn't say those type of things because they have the power behind them to say, Hey, whatever you got to do here, it is. There it goes. Everybody else here has to scramble. They got to say, okay, well, you know, maybe we can do this. And it's right. It's, 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 it's all about the power up top. So besides Juventus, I think everybody else always is looking for the right price for the right money and to see if it fits them. But I think sometimes you have to take a gamble, but I don't know which team here is going to take that gamble. That's not Juventus. So but yeah, for me, Napoli is on a, they have to finish top four, I think, um, in order to make, I guess, this season a success. Because being one point out and you tying in, in the last game, I, I don't think that sit well with a lot of the fans, per se.
0: Well said. Hey, where can people find you, man? Everything you got going on.
3: Oh, uh, you can find me right there on my Twitter at mannyc 17 underscore. I talk everything soccer. I love hockey as well. I do a lot of things uh for Fire Reason Sports Miami. Um I, we're actually um Alex and whatnot, we're gonna start a show, I believe what, in a couple weeks or so it's called donald daily that's gonna be something huge for a lot of us here who live in miami the miami sports scene is dying but not on youtube not on the not the way that we're gonna do it so um a lot of things are happening there so make sure to tune in and of course just at alex and ask where where all his other stuff is at because it's gonna be a great time football season's almost here hockey season's around the corner and fuck the bucks
0: We'll talk about Brady like that. How dare you? Uh, or even the Milwaukee Bucks? All right. So uh, uh, Mass, how about you, my friend? Where can people find you? Uh,
4: they can find me at Mass 148 uh, for all daily shit posts about Gary Neville and <laughs> uh, how the England team still has yet to win a trophy. Um, hopefully uh, Roma makes top six. Anything's an improvement from last year. Uh, top four would be the perfect thing. And um, that's pretty much it. Uh, hopefully a striker signing that's not Icardi or Belotti. I don't think they're the answers, and we offload all the dead wood. So that's all I'm expecting for this season, and uh, that's it. So Twitter at Mass148. So at quick
3: question. What is all this hate on Belotti?
4: I don't like uh, – not that I don't like him. He's not a bad player. I just don't think he fits the system. Okay. I don't think he can uh, – he's not the answer that we're looking for. I, we were linked with Moise Keenan a while back, and mm-hmm. I don't know what happened there. Yeah. Now he's at PSG and increasing his price tag, putting in goals every other day in Champions League and whatever competitions they're in. So uh, we missed the boat on that one. Uh, Maybe if Raspadori has a good season, maybe we could go after him at Sassuolo. He's young. I don't think it would be a bad move. It'd be uh, financially responsible instead of spending stupid money on someone that uh, won't uh, show any returns. Definitely not Icardi. I don't want that uh, one-day Icardi circus anywhere near Aroma right now.
0: You definitely don't. <laughs> Although I, I i would enjoy i would enjoy seeing it at a different city huh, club, but no, you don't want that smoke. Hey, Cliff, uh,
4: I've I've aged way too much. I don't need to wander the Icardi circus there at Romo
0: right now. You'll be seventy in like three seasons with Icardi for sure. Cliff, uh, thank you so much for joining us for the first time. Hopefully, it won't be the last. We tend to scare away Juventini for reasons I cannot explain. I'm hoping it's just a bad coincidence. So we thank you so much, sir. Where can people find you?
2: So, first of all, thank you guys so much again for having me. It was an absolute pleasure. And I will definitely, if I'm fortunate enough to be invited back, I would be happy to come back on. Um, You guys can find me at Cliff underscore Esmiel um, on Twitter and on Instagram. And for my Twitch, you can find me at CliffEasy. That's with two E's and two Z's. Um, Yeah. And I also do a daily space with one of my buddies, Art Morelli. I love Um, Art. We we just just started to do them. We're going to make it the Katzo and Katzo show. And um, we're just going (laughs) to... We're just going to talk, talk a bunch of stuff, soccer and um, college show and just a bunch of fun, random stuff. So hope you guys will uh, tune in.
0: I love that. Art, Art is a great dude as well. You guys do a great job with that. Hey, uh, Gianluca, and, and I always know whenever I see it pitch black uh, behind Gianluca, I know it's time to sign off. Where can people find you, sir?
5: Awesome. Uh, thanks again for having me on. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, you can find me at G Lombardi 85 on Twitter, and I believe Instagram is the same one. Um all about Milan stuff. Um, hopefully, we can sign some of these uh, rumors coming along, like Kyle George or Coutinho or every other player that we're linked to. So, hopefully, uh, we can sign someone. Yeah, we'll we'll be we'll be in the top four this season. So, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, what about you,
5: Jerry? You're always writing a
0: lot, keeping active. I enjoy your work, sir. Where can people find you outside of this great platform, of course? Here.
1: Uh, basically, the Laziale.com. Uh, Laziale, freaking World Football Index, I guess. Uh, that's about it. Just Laziale, actually, I've been writing for. Yeah. Pod, Cultural Connection, and
0: j Ancini8. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, and I think, uh, for, for my promos, uh, Manny already did some of the, the dirty work, uh, for me. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to be doing uh, daily streaming shows on five reasons sports pretty soon. Uh, July 29th, which is a uh, Thursday is when we're going to debut the first daily episode of that. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can find everything that we do here on the Calcio connection network. Uh, we stream on YouTube once or twice a week here. Uh, we've actually recently, as we talked about, we've added Twitch, Uh, If anyone, by the way, on Twitter, let me know if you actually watched us on Twitch because I literally created the account like three hours before we went live. So there may literally be zero people watching us on Twitch. I know there's people watching on YouTube because I can see the numbers there. Twitch, I have no idea. So let us know if you watched us on Twitch. If you're into that, you can watch us there in the future because we're starting to use that platform as well. Uh, But yeah, our YouTube channel, make sure you follow it at Connection. Make sure you follow our Twitter handle at Pod. and uh, for those of you who don't watch the videos, maybe you listen back to the audio version, which we post the next day. You can get that on all the major podcasting platforms: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google. Just search Calcho Connection, and while you're there, if you enjoyed the show, leave us a five. Even if you didn't enjoy it, leave us a five star rating. Be nice. I mean, we're human beings. Uh, leave us a five star rating and a nice review if you have a few seconds to do that. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, So make sure you follow us at CalchoConPod on Twitter. And huge thanks to everyone. Again, shout-outs to Cliff, to Mass, for Manny, to Gianluca, and, of course, Jerry for bringing great stuff, as always. We will talk to you guys again next time on another episode of the Calcho Connection podcast. Ciao.